Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of Christ. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast. You are here for episode number 90 in year two. And I'm grateful and glad that you are with me. And I'm grateful and glad that I'm able to record again, this time, only one week. About, a little less than a week actually, since the last time I recorded. Regular listeners or even someone who casually looks at the dates in my podcast feed will see that there was a gap of quite a while, but I resumed last Saturday as I talked about leaving my patio, porch, uh, fenced, uh, screened-in area that is really where I most definitely love to pray and to meditate and to record this podcast in the warmer months. Well, I'm coming to you tonight. It's Friday night, November 1st, from the place that I have moved my prayer center, my basement. Now, I'm not in the back part of the basement, which is where I recorded last year during the cold months. And I might go back there again. That's kind of back in the unfinished part by the washing machine and quite a bit cooler back there. But I'm in the finished part, which is kind of nice. And... It feels good to be here, and I'm glad, like I said, that you are with me, because today was a good day, and a day in which I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God, and I'm so grateful that you can share that with me. So today was one of those days where I knew it was going to be a special day, because it was not a regular school day. But it's interesting because a song framed this day. And it was a song I played at the beginning of the day for my students. But then I was surprised by the same song at the end of the day. And to me, that was a sign that God was trying to get my attention. And it was a sign, quite frankly, that I should take some time this evening to sit and record and reflect and share and just kind of get back to doing this task, maybe task, what's the word, doing this calling, maybe, of recording and sharing, especially about days like today. So today, November 1st, if you know something about the church calendar, is All Saints Day. And we are in the middle of a three-day period where the church remembers, remembers those who have come before us. Yesterday, which is typically called Halloween, is actually All Hallows' Eve because the old name, the old English name for All Saints Day was All Hallows' Day. Saint Hallow meaning holy, and this was All Holy, All Saints' Day. And then tomorrow, the church remembers all souls, all who have gone before us and those whom we love, those whom we miss, and those whom we celebrate in our faith that they are in eternity now with Christ. And All Saints Day at the school where I teach has a tradition, and it's only in the fourth year, so it's still kind of a baby tradition or maybe, I guess, maybe beyond a toddler, somewhere in preschool, maybe. And 
we call it the day of prayer and service. And it's a day where we don't have classes. We begin a little bit later. The teachers do some professional development in the morning. The students arrive around 9.30. We have mass in the gym as we have our school-wide liturgies. And then we go to our mentor groups, which is kind of like our homeroom, but based on the house system we have, it's a, a little different and, and more interpersonal and more um, learning focused than a you know business oriented homeroom at a other type of um, environment. So we go to our mentor groups and we spend the day in our mentor groups. And today was a nice day with my mentor group. I, I really like the kids in my mentor group. We have a nice group of freshmen and the older students are, are engaged and kind and funny. And it was just, I, I just like being with them. And, and today was, today was no exception. And we kind of did three things. One was learning about poverty in Guatemala specifically and learning about some of the details and the cycles that keep people stuck in poverty. And then we went to the gym and did a simulation. It's a hunger banquet that we did. I'm not going to give you too many details because if you've never done a hunger banquet, I would um, suggest that you experience one sometimes. It's really quite powerful. And it's a reminder of just how many people in the world live in conditions of serious poverty, serious material poverty, I should say. And we did that and then it was lunch and then it was doing a service, which in our case, it was a craft making these cute little sort of uh, little Santa hat, knit cap, little ornament type things out of yarn and parts of uh, toilet or paper towel rolls. It was a nice little craft. And, you know, I think that the people that receive this will you know, probably appreciate it, but it was fun and the kids enjoyed it. But I started, as I mentioned, with a song and I played this song because I wanted to get us thinking about connectedness. And the song is called Stand By Me. You probably heard that song, I would imagine, Benny King. But the version of it is by a movement, maybe at this point, not really an organization anymore, but a movement called Playing for Change. And Originally, 10 or so years ago now, they gathered musicians from various places. These were street musicians, and they recorded pieces of their instrumentation. And in the very first song they recorded was Stand By Me. And it really is a very amazing feat and I won't say too much about it because I really would encourage you to go to YouTube and find it and watch it because it really has a great cast of musicians, all street musicians, buskers. And the idea was this organization playing for change was going to raise money and raise awareness for street musicians and the work that they do around the world. And I showed two versions of it. One was the actual original video. And then the second was a live performance of it in Brazil a number of years ago in which these 
performers were on a big stage and it was really quite something. And it was nice to start the day with that, to have that focal in guiding introduction to this day of prayer and service. Well, I knew that there was something about the song when it surprised me at the end of the day. And if you'll stay with me through this short break, when we come back, I'll share with you where and how I experienced it at the end of the day and how I think that song represents this particular day. Well, thank you for staying with me through that break. So today ended with me working an unexpected shift at the winery, which I have worked at now for seven years, which is absolutely mind-blowing. That being said, I have not worked that many Friday nights relative to the Saturday nights that I usually work, but the owner needed some help tonight and I came in and it was a good evening. Friday nights are kind of different than Saturdays because we have live music and tonight's musician was one that I had not heard before and, and he was pretty good. Played a set mostly of covers as the musicians that we have at the winery usually play. But the last song he played was, you guessed it, Stand By Me. And when I heard it tonight, I smiled because hearing it in his set you know, that wasn't a huge surprise. It's a great song and probably not a really difficult one to play or sing. So hearing it at all was not surprising. But I'll be honest with you, hearing it as his final song, his coda, his conclusion, and really the other bookend to my day, the beginning of my workday and the end of my workday, really kind of was one of those little God nudges, you know, not really even a God presence moment in the sense that, you know, I noticed something, but really, I think God kind of nudging me to an awareness and an insight. And because I have this podcast that is all about moments like this, I think it was also a nudge that for God saying, Hey, sit down and reflect on this day. Someone needs to hear it or you, Rick, need to share it because you need to hear it. Me need to hear it. Regardless, it was too much of what some might call a coincidence to ignore it. So how does this song relate to the day? Well, you know, when I think of the saints and there, there's a lot of different ways that Christians and either even other non-Christians understand saints and for those who are not Catholic, the official Catholic definition of a saint is someone who is in heaven with God. And usually to become a canonized or formal saint or a beatified, which is a blessed, there needs to be evidence of a miracle attributed to you. And the miracle, if it is documented, signifies two things. One is that the person of faith who is now no longer on earth, who has died. You have to be no longer alive on earth to be a saint. 
but that this person is in heaven with God because, for the second reason, they are able to be an intercessor for us on earth. And usually the intercession is the interceding in a, in a healing for some kind of an ailment of, of some sort. Now, I know for non-Catholics, this can be very confusing and even a little strange. You know, are, are these, is this ancestor worship? Is this, why can't we just pray to God? Why do we have to pray to the saints? I mean, it, it's, I get all of that. I definitely do. That being said, the way I think of saints is that they are people who are standing by us. These are people and they're humans. They were alive like us. And as we were reminded in our very thoughtful homily today during mass, that many of the saints were at one time sinners. These were passionate people, passionate for God. And before their conversion, in many cases, not all, but in many cases, they were passionate about lots of other things. And they kept that passion. Regardless, they were human. They were like us. And we believe through the grace of God and through the deepest mysteries that they are still connected with us, that we are connected with them, that the division between life here and now on earth and life eternal in what we call heaven are really not that far apart. And that there is a connection and a communication, not just with between us humans and the divine almighty God, but also this connection with humans like us who have lived before and who are now alive eternally in the fullness of life and the fullness of the presence of God. They stand by us. And they are examples for us. We can look at their lives and study their lives and learn about their lives. But they're not just preserved historical figures. They are living alive. And that's something different. And, you know, the image that I love of the great cloud of witnesses is that those who have gone before us are still with us. They're our extended family. And... They're our brothers and sisters, and someday we will be with them. All of the holy departed, not just the ones who are formally canonized, but all of those dearly beloved souls that we remember tomorrow on the 2nd of November. So it was a good day and a day in which I stood by my students we learned, my students and I, how to better stand by those in great material need and economic poverty. And we also reflected on and celebrated and connected with, I think, those who are standing by us through the veil of eternity. So who is your saint, your saintly person, your canonized saint that you feel connected to, who is someone who has gone before you and somehow, some way you know they're with you. Maybe it's a family member, maybe it's a friend, maybe it's a mentor or a teacher or a coach or a minister, 
But who is that person? And, and how on these holy days when we, we humans and the humans before us, the ancients especially, believe that the barrier was more permeable between life and death and here and now and eternity and forever. Who are those saints? And how can you, in your way, celebrate them and remember them during these special days, these holy days, these sacred days? As always, thank you so much for listening. Blessings and peace.